You are listening to the San Antonio Zen Center Dharma Talks. The San Antonio Zen Center is supported solely by donation, so that everyone can participate in our offerings and programs, regardless of income. If you are able, please consider making a donation to SAZC through the donation button on our site, sanantoniozen.org, or by visiting paypal.me slash sanantoniozen. Thank you for your practice and enjoy the talk. Well, uh, thank you all for being here. It's it's really nice to be with you. And um, back in the Zendo. Feels feels really. Um, I got a little a little rush when I said that just now. It's really nice. So um, I have a talk. I think it's been working on me, and I've been working on it. And um, As it seemed to be coming together uh, last night, <clears throat> the title Nirvana came to um, mind. And so that's what I put at the top of the paper. Um, and in the, the Heart Sutra chant, we, uh, the word Nirvana appears. Um, one realizes nirvana beyond inverted views. Uh, so this realization seems to be the same sort of realization that um, I talked about in the last talk I gave, which was the fundamental point, realizing the fundamental point. Um, so then uh, there's several things that um, it's not. <laughs> and uh, I have uh, a little bit of that. I don't know if y'all could hear that. Sound like a truck or something. <laughs> um, so, And it has to do with, it seems like, getting off the merry-go-round of um, um, dukkha or suffering. So uh, let's see, I wrote something about that here. Oh, yes. Um, so this is kind of from a, um, a brain science point of view. There's something that the people who, who attempt to map the function of the brain have discovered. Um, they call it the default mode network. And if our mind is not otherwise occupied with something, this comes online. This is, they found it by accident. Uh, they, were, they, they were given people stimulus um, and then they would measure what part of their brain lit up. And in between stimulus, they said, hey, just chill out. And then when they told them that, they found this 
area of the brain lit up. <laughs> and they said, hey, well, what's going on? What are you doing when, this, when we tell you to chill out? And they said, well, I'm considering the past and thinking about my plans and I have memories coming up. And so this is, um, it seems to be part of its function is to, um, when we're not otherwise occupied, when our mind's not otherwise occupied, it's, it, I, I think of it like a radar that goes out looking for problems. Particularly the, those that don't exist yet, so you can be aware of them. <laughs> now, um, my opinion is that when this happens, um, sometimes uh, when I get caught in it, my body reacts as if it's real and I tense up. And this is a good definition of stress and um, um, do-it-yourself suffering. Uh, however, this default mode network, when it comes online, it's really an indication of a healthy human brain. So it's, it's not like, you know, you want to get rid of it. Um, although you may want to get rid of it. <laughs> um, uh, I think it was um, Ichiyama Roshi in his book, Opening the Hand of Thought said, if you, if you want to empty your mind of thoughts, you'll have to have your brain surgically removed. And then, you know, what happens, your quality of life plummets. So, um, so this is what I wrote when I started considering this, uh, that we're designed to experience discomfort, to look for discomfort actually, to, and then we just grab it. And it, the discomfort can come in, a, in the form of appreciation. Like I want this, wanting seems to be dukkha. Um, so I wrote, uh, we humans um, seem to be designed to experience discomfort and when we get on the merry-go-round of uh, dukkha, we are we jump from quick fix to quick fix to satisfy the discomfort, and this object of the discomfort changes depending on the situation and the context, as do the solutions. So you know, a really good uh, example of this is drug addiction. You know, no matter what, no matter what the discomfort, there's a solution. Sometimes those solutions uh, become a source of discomfort in and of themselves. And, and uh, I think that can be said for, um, what I would call our addiction to, um, what would I call my addiction to being somebody or being a, you know, this particular person. Um, We lost someone. Uh, so, uh, but what, what we often don't allow is sort of um, an investigation of the discomfort itself. Not the object that we kind of pin it on, the target that we use. Like, uh, oh, I know I need a new car, something like that. Um, but the, the quality and the discomfort itself so an investigation of the discomfort itself requires stillness, balance, and allowing the discomfort. 
um, it's so anti-intuitive. Being human beings with the default net mode network um, and this, this problem solving thing that just comes up, even if there's not a problem, um, we jump to a fix. Wait, uh, Heather's in the waiting room. Let me let her in. Welcome back, Heather. Um, and uh, this investigation is not an intellectual analysis. It is complete unwavering awareness, which I think has something to do with Nirvana. Um, so I saw this in a, um, a magazine, I think it was Tricycle. And I took a picture of it. So that's all I have of it. I don't know what, what um, issue it was in or anything like that, but it really struck me. Um, and this um, uh, Zen teacher, uh, Tony is talking about habits. And um, he or she says, habit has two parts and habit is usually a reflex to uh, some discomfort the habit it has two parts the habit and the one who wants the habit to stop the one who wants the habit to stop is also a habit the habit of defining oneself as habitless, maybe. So there lies a conflict. A conflict. There's two selves battling. And of course, uh, I think most people can relate to this, you know. Um, so the Zen teacher, Tony, suggests that the only real solution lies in the complete awareness what I think Dogen was talking about when he said, realizing the fundamental point. In this awareness, Tony says, there is no chooser doing the habit or the stopping. There's no recovery program. There's no will, no intention, no judgment, no conflict, no separation from the problem, no separation from dukkha no self to be improved or fixed, no direction. It is um, open, relaxed, seeing. Dogen said the zazen I speak of is not learning meditation. It is simply the Dharma gate of enjoyment and ease. In this practice, realization of complete enlightenment. It is the practice realization of complete enlightenment. Realize the fundamental point free of the bindings of nets and baskets, intellect and delusions. Once you experience it, you are like a dragon swimming in the water or a tiger repos reposing in the mountains. 
know that the true dharma emerges of itself clearing away hindrances and distractions So um, this nirvana or the end of suffering um, seems to be a realization, a realization, not an intellectual epiphany but a realization of um, that there is no separation from dukkha, that dukkha is part of life. Or um, what Barry McGid says in his book, uh, and Barry is a, um, a Zen teacher and uh, psychoanalyst, who is Dharma heir of uh, Joko Beck. The end of suffering that we realize we can achieve through practice turns out to be an end of separation from suffering. Suffering ceases to exist when it is no longer something we experience as impinging on our life as an unnecessary, avoidable intrusion that we finally learn to exclude from our lives once and for all. Instead, what we realize deeply is that suffering is inseparable from life. So, yeah, the practices of, um, helps get a sense of this. You know, nirvana is, um, the root word is um, the rota, I think, or something like that. And um, its meaning is um, extinction or to extinguish. So to me, in, in my experience, it's not that it goes away, um, this, um, I, the word samsara keeps coming to my mind when I'm talking about this, uh, chasing the tale of trying to get a quick fix for the discomfort. To, to, so it's, it's a way of not being so entangled in it. Um, yeah, so, um, let's see how long I've, I've been going on. Let me sit for a second and see if there's anything else that comes to mind. I think it, um, 
at this point would be better if I were to um, open it up for comments and, and questions. So um, what I've been told is I need to stop recording at this time. And uh, so I'll do that. Thanks for listening. <laughs>